today we have a great episode for you guys, right? Yup. So today's episode is about animals that live in the mountains of the western area of North America, right, Abby? Yup. So just go to a map and just like divide North America, or you, you can in half, or you can divide North America in your half in mind, and just on the left side, the left area of North America, that is the area we're talking about. Specifically, the mountains in that area. So our first animal is the legendary grizzly bear. <laughs> grizzly bears are very large. They can weigh up to 1,000 pounds, which is half a ton. Not all of them will weigh 1,000 pounds. They can weigh up to. Grizzly bears have a large hump on their shoulders, which has strong muscles that help them dig for roots, mushrooms, and other foods. Grizzlies are omnivores, meaning they meat and plants. Bears are thought to have the best sense of smell of any animal on earth. So basically, they're omnivores, so they eat meat and plants. And in people, it's either omnivores or vegetarian. I don't think there's any person who's a carnivore who eats only meat. Continue, Abby. A bear's sense of smell is so good that they can detect animal carcasses from a distance of, what do you think? Um, I think they can detect animal carcasses, which by the way is just dead animals, from a distance of maybe, maybe 10 to 13 miles away. They can smell in de- detect animal carcasses from a distance of 20 miles away. Whoa, 20 miles. A bear's hearing ability is excellent. And just like dogs, bears can hear high pitches, exceeding human frequency range, frequency range and sensitivity. So you can hear much higher pitches than what humans can hear. Now we're going to go on a quick detour type of thing. Now, if you ever go camping or hiking in a place where bears live, any type of bear, grizzly bear, black bear, any type of place you go where bears live and you have food and you're going to stay there overnight, it's very advisable to store your food in bear-proof canisters that so they can't smell because if you have regular cans, they can easily smell through that. And you don't want to leave food in your car because they can break your car windows and start eating it. Avi, what do you have to say? And also, if you're going hiking or walking in bear country you should always hike in groups yes hike in groups and if you're going hiking like very very deep in the forest or just even little you should probably rent or buy bear spray because if a bear comes near you you can spray it and then like go away even if you're hiking you want to make a lot of noise so the bear knows you're there that might sound like a bad thing but if the bear sees you by surprise it could more likely attack you more than if it knows you're there so always go in groups of about three or more, make noise, have bear spray, keep your food in bear-proof canisters, and just don't leave them in your car. And yeah, that's pretty much it. And there's been lots of sightings of bears breaking into campsites and stuff and stealing food. Okay, now, the bear was lumbering through the forest, and it saw a pack of gray wolves. They weigh 40 to 175 pounds they are the largest member of the dog family wolves live and hunt in packs of around six 
to ten animals. They are known to roam large distances. Perhaps, I'll be guess. How long do you think they can roam in a day? Um, maybe like 5, 10. 5, 10 miles? Yeah, 5 or 6. They can roam perhaps 12 miles in a single day. So people can roam very far in a single day because we use motors. Like, in, like we just used non-natural vehicles like planes, cars, boats, and trucks and buses and all that stuff. They can roam 12 miles in a single day using their own power. So people can do that too. But people don't do that every single day. Howling is used as a form of communication among wolf packs. Wolves can reach speeds of 40 miles per hour during chase. And wolves are known to have the best stamina out of any animal or mammal on earth. So stamina means you can do something consistently for a long period of time without getting tired or having to like take a break. Now, one example of this is the cheetah. Which doesn't have any stamina. Because the cheetah is the fastest land animal. But it can only run super fast. Like at a high speed. For about a minute. And that's not stamina. Stamina is doing something consistently. For a very long period of time. So wolves have great stamina. And that's what they do. When they hunt prey. They just keep chasing their prey. Until the prey tires out. And that's how they get their prey a lot of times. They travel steadily. Across a long distances. Due to their powerful legs, back muscles, sleek necks, and abilities. They can trot consistently for up to, I'll be guess. How many hours do you think they can consistently trot? So without stopping or taking a break in a day. Um, I can do 30, 45, no, like probably two hours. So the wolves can You can consistently run for two hours? Nope. <laughs> No, no, I'm talking of the wolves. How long do you think they can? Five hours. They can consistently trot for up to 10 hours a day. And they are felt throughout Northern America. So that's a good thing. Now, the wolves were trotting into the forest for 10 hours in the day and they saw a bobcat. Bobcats are roughly twice the size of an average house cat. They usually eat rabbits, birds, mice, squirrels, and other smaller animals. They sleep in hidden dens, often in hollow trees, thickets, or rocky crevices. Bobcats are excellent climbers, so they can climb trees excellently. Their fur is buff to brown, sometimes with a reddish tinge, and marked with spots of stripes or brown or black. Of brown or black. Mm-hmm. Bobcats are more intensely colored above and lighter below. So they're, they have more like darker colors on their back than on their um, stomach. Now, before we move on, we have one thing to attend to. And that is the mystery animal. The mystery animal sound for today is... Okay, if you're having trouble with that, Abby, can you please give us a small hint? This animal lives in Asia. Okay, guys, so take that hint into thought, into thought, and we'll come back to the answer later. 
So now the bobcat was just running through the forest, climbing the trees. And in the sky, way, way up, it saw a bald eagle. Bald eagles can have a wingspan measuring six to seven feet. The bald eagle is the proud national bird symbol of the United States. So if you see anything related to like the United States, you're probably familiar that the symbol is a bald eagle. They live near water in favor coasts and lakes where fish are plentiful. Bald eagles build some of the largest of all bird nests, typically five to six feet in diameter and two to feet, two to four feet tall. Bald eagles can dive at up to 100 miles per hour to snatch a fish from the water. Bald eagles have sharp, sharp talons to grab slippery fish. Okay, nice fun fact. The bald eagles were soaring through the air, and in the distance, in the sky, they saw a... California condor. California condors are the largest wild birds in North America. Now pause here for a second. Don't get mistaken by the name. California condors don't only live in California. They also live in Arizona, New Mexico, and, and, um, and mostly western, su- southern North America. Condors are masterful soarers that rarely flap their wings, so they rarely flap their wings to fly. They nest in caves, on cliff faces, in mountaintops, in mountains, up to 6,000 feet in elevation. Like other vultures, condors are scavengers that feast on the carcasses of large animals such as cattle and deer. They can fly at up to 55 miles per hour. Fossil records show the birds once occupied an expansive range that extended as far east as Florida and New York. So they used to live as far east as Florida and New York, but now they only live in a fraction of that range because a lot of them um, died and the loss of a great prehistoric herds that formerly roamed the continent before Europe Europeans arrived. Condors can now primarily be found in central southern California deserts where they roost on the rocky cliffs. There are also populations in Arizona, Utah, and Mexico. So just like I was saying like a few minutes ago, um, they also live um, in Arizona, Utah, and Mexico, and they don't only live in California, but that's what their name is. Now, back to the mystery sound, mystery animal sound. Here's, Here's the sound one more time. Okay, now, Abby, can you please tell us the answer to what this mysterious sound is? The sound to the mystery is... The answer to the mystery The peacock. Oh, so it's the peacock. So, a peacock is a very colorful bird that lives in Asia. Now, continuing. The California condor was flying above the mountains, and it saw something slithering through the desert and it was the rattlesnake rattlesnakes are cold-blooded now if you listen to our previous episode we actually talked about cold-blooded animals but if you haven't yet i'm just going to explain cold-blooded real quick cold-blooded means that the animal cannot maintain a body temperature and whatever the surrounding air temperature is that's their temperature so humans can maintain a body temperature 
that's higher than the surrounding air, so we're warm-blooded. But rattlesnakes and all reptiles are cold-blooded, so they can't maintain a body temperature. And you're most likely to see rattlesnakes in the morning time because they come out and just rest on rocks to warm up in the sun to get their body um, warmer. They can grow up to eight feet in length. Rattlesnakes shake their rattle to warn predators or other animals to go away. Coyotes, bobcats, mountain lions, roadrunners, hawks, owls, and king snakes eat small rattlesnakes. So those are all the predators of rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes are also surprisingly very good swimmers. Now that is the end of our banger episode and we hope you had a great time. Please share this episode with your friends, family members, anyone you want to. Leave us a review on iTunes and Avi, what do they have to do? Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe to get our episodes early cuz um when you subscribe, the second I publish the episode, you guys will get a notification. And you can listen to the episode right after we publish it. So please subscribe if you want to get early con- early um, access to our episode. And other than that, me and Abby have done a good job today. And bye! Bye!